Craig Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other sessions. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio Now, JP, you going to throw your voice from down there? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you move further away. I'll move around here. You know what? No, it's fine. It never has been any problem picking up my Maybe voice. Maybe you out front. Oh, well, you want me to go away? What are you trying to tell me? Have you got something to say? I might have. Something worthwhile? <laughs> something worth listening to? On episode, on episode 234 of Radio Hot Lap... That light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a, a light-hearted look at light-heartedness. Well, can you get any more light-hearted, Zim? <laughs> cool. Emerging <laughs> technologies, gadgets, barbecues, Aussie themes, Aussie international theme. roving executives, and Christmas. And welcome to the 2012 Radio Hot Lap Christmas show. International Paulie, a.k.a. DW Excuse Manager, arriving... <laughs> <laughs> Once again, in fact, we don't, any, we don't have any. We don't have any. Yeah, the raising inflective. We we don't have any excuses. We have nothing to apologise we'll for. Get, I know you don't, and we'll get onto that later. And uh, my regular co-host and now owner of a fine Christmas uh, Christmas tree-sized chili bush, JP, Mister <laughs> I Finder, Chuck your press. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> drag, drag, drag. <laughs> How are we? Welcome, Paulie. Yeah, welcome, mate, so. welcome, welcome, JP. Yeah. Good, uh, to see good to see you. Cheers, boys. And of course, yeah. Samir. Thank you. The whole Samir. That's right. The whole Samir has arrived from Saudi Arabia oh. to join us. <laughs> I'm sure we, we have quite the international <coughs> spread on the show. Really, it's a very international show. Sure, there'll be some um, international, some little little bit of a chat with you later on in the show about. Driving supercars fast in the desert. Yeah. There's a bit of that, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you do. He's not saying much. As you Mr. would. Mr. Veyron. <laughs> uh, Paulie, um, you're back in town. You've had the, uh, you've had, been to the Arab Steed for lunch. You've had the fish and chips and the farmers, you're there for you, I see. <laughs> How rude. What's in your hand, son? A Cooper's Pale Ale. Original Pale Ale, celebrating the 150th. Uh, 150 years and onward for the finest brewery on the face of the planet. Is it possible to get a Cooper's in uh, Atlanta? Uh, yes, it is. It's a little hard. To, it's a bit of a trek to find. But the good thing is the the brewing industry in the States, 10 years ago when I first landed, it was Bud, Miller, Coors, and that was it. Now you go into a supermarket and there is rows and rows of micro-brews not, not on a Sunday. Chir- no, now on a Sunday. Oh, now on a Sunday. Oh, oh, God, come now, on to Atlanta. now on a Sunday. They have seen the light. Only after twelve thirty. Yeah, right, well, you got to come out of church. Yeah, exactly. Be yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bonafide churchgoer. That's right. Can't be upsetting that. No, absolutely not. Well, that's good. Is it, what, what's it like? Does it taste any different? The Cooper's Pale Ale here, as opposed no. to the import. Cooper. So it travels okay. Oh, we've also got Cooper. 
here on the show, who is no relation to the beer, but or Jack or, 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 or Jack Bradman's nineteen fifty one World Championship winning uh, machine. Cooper, would you like to say hello to everybody? Come over here and say Merry Christmas, everybody at Radio Hot Lap. Christmas. Everybody in the hot lap. <laughs> Good boy. Good. Hey, Cooper, can you sing Jingle Bells? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle on the way. Oh, we're fun, it's too wide, the open tray. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle on the way. Honk, honk. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. Like, they're, they're, yeah, the first, the first musical entertainment ever on yeah. Radio Hot. I, I have to say, uh, international, that you know, the, despite all your, well, not despite, but as well as all your yeah, no, no. media commitments with the uh, Nissan Delta Wing project and many others this year, you've managed to turn uh, Cooper into a bit of a, a media sensation <laughs> on Facebook because there's not a day that goes past when there isn't a video or a, or, or, a, or an album or, or you know or something there. So just um, to practice my media production skills on the, at home while I'm. Uh... Yeah, well, look, we'll talk about what I cost next year, but uh, later on in the show. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know. Yeah, but it's what you cost or what you're worth. You know, I, you know I'll, I'll take either. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, Jay, 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 yes. what's Jay, Don't japes me. <laughs> Andrew's not here anymore. <laughs> Who's Andrew? Yeah. Andrew used, was his... Remember when Andrew used to live the, live the place? The English guy. Ex, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex-housemate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now called banished to Melbourne. Japes. And he's japes. <laughs> Call me Japes. What are, you having to, what are you having to drink tonight? I've Something the, different, uh, I assume. Super Leggera. Look, you're always on that bloody no, Lamborghini. No, I'm always on that. I'm on Peroni or um, that Gage Roads Light or whatever. I've got a long way to drive home. I've got to be careful. You couldn't have made up that you were drinking something that you weren't, for the viewers' sake. Like an no. old speckled hen or a... That's right. Or a, yeah, or a Young's. Great, yeah. A Young's. A Young's. Now, there's a place we can buy that here now. Really? There's a Pommy Cafe down in McLaren Vale that's also a winery. Yes. But they do Pommy food, like you can get a liver of bacon and toad in the hole and all this Fish other stuff. Fish and chips, spotted dick, Fish all and that chips, kind of yeah, spotted yeah. dick, all that stuff. Yep. But they half, also half the viewers are going, what the... Exactly. But they do a full range of pommy beers as well. So you can have Young's, Courage, uh, all these other different brands. It's fantastic. Great place to while away an afternoon if you're not driving. As you do. <laughs> so there we go. As you do. While away. The, Young, the Young's Brewery, which used to be kind of around the corner. Just around the corner, corner from, from your place. Right, yeah, we're on, uh, on Putney Bridge Road. Putney Bridge Road, son. Off, off of Putney High Street. That's it. I think there's about right. a few My bottles, son. Well, Paul went and took all those photos. And there, yeah. and there was a bit of loud See, you can, actually, you can actually walk into a schoolyard kind of thing without having mm. security guards or you know, <laughs> people or kind of wondering. Detectors. Yeah, metal detectors, right? You can do that in England and Australia. It, Not I, so much in other countries. I but do that's believe that if you got out in front of your old place, and turned right, and you went down under the bridge there, mm-hmm. row of, or no, bridge, yep. and then went up past Pass, the pub into the main street. Past, there, the, past, the, past, the, past the Adelaide Hotel. The Adelaide Hotel, and to that main street there where you turned left, there were riots and people throwing nasty things through windows. When? Oh, in my street? Get out of here. When was it riots in Putney High no, Street? That's it. Do it. No, that was in Brixton. Do it. Yeah, it's going to say. That's it. It's here. <laughs> Didn't blow as far as you thought it did. 
may never do. Well, look, uh, before I mean, we might as well get the, the, the we might as well get the motorsport evening. You would have ironed his t-shirt, wouldn't you? <laughs> Shut up, viewers. Has he even washed it? It's not smell a vision. Well, on the other end, I can't smell but it. Did, you, right. did, you, did you get a sniff of it coming over from Fiji with the wind blowing? We didn't hear anything about the Fiji thing until we were on the, on the plane from Melbourne. There's this lovely couple with two kids, and they were telling us how they had to abandon their, oh, really? their holiday four days early. Cause, Far out. Anyway, they look, they got out. we better let the Lord and Master take over the show, because it's only fair that uh, his, uh, his eminence... Uh, well, not the Fogwanas. Yeah, he's Fogwanas, yes. What? Oh, oh excuse me, uh, Your Eminence. Would uh, would you be available for a small uh, chat a vu with um, with Radio Hot Lap for our Christmas show? Because you know, I mean, you're, you're, with all the awards of late and uh, big name publications that you're being sued by, um, is it possible? <laughs> Very good, Fogwa. To, to, to whom am I really speaking? <laughs> One must be careful. Yes. Well, don't don't kill yourself over it. Whatever you do. Oh, another <laughs> colonial boy. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Fogs. How are you? Is one is one visiting? One is in. One is back in the beautiful part of the world. Mate, I'm very well indeed. JP is well, also here. Back. Thank you. Au revoir. And, and, uh, greetings and salutations to you all, JP included. And, uh, and also there is a, a, a fourth person here, Samir, who's um, flown in from uh, Saudi Arabia. Couldn't bring the Veyron, but brought the cash um, to have a bit of a chat. Uh, doesn't know much about motor racing, but uh, say hello to Samir. Folks, have you spent all <laughs> afternoon writing this script? Speak to me like that. <laughs> so I can always say, JP, start as you mean to go on. <laughs> and you do go on. And on. And on. And on. All right, folks, look, we can't have you taken over the complete show, What? Uh, but we'll let you go first. What's going on, son? And Merry Christmas. Okay, so uh, well, I've been. This is the worst time of year, honestly. For, for what? We find that hard to believe. For giving. <laughs> <laughs> we can't find any wine. Two dollar wine. It's the season to be grumpy. Yeah, I'm not into the giving, receiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing's changed. I've heard that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, well, oh I'm going there. In, in my job, I'm, I'm receiving all the time. I'm getting it everywhere. <laughs> Um, look, uh, not, in the, not, in, not in the pleasant way. I'm going to uh, look. Uh, just start off with uh, an open uh, discussion about uh, what went on last weekend. Not specifically the discussion of the chin as self, uh, uh, Jamie Wincup at uh, Race of Champions, nor the first the first lap nutcase again winning it. I just thought, <laughs> what, uh, what do you what do you make of it? I think it's actually great that it's Paulie that's come over to, to Thailand. 
uh, Linda would always say, don't speak with your mouth full. But then again... Well, I went to the Race of Champions at Wembley um, a few years back. Despite it being cold as, you know, cold as England gets in December, um, the place was half empty... I don't know whether I don't know whether it's been better in other venues, but my experience from it was a little I was a little underwhelmed, having spent many a night sitting sitting around quarter mile half half mile dirt ovals where they go blasting past with 700 horsepower at some ungodly speed, seeing these guys drive whatever it was basically around the around the around the car park inside a stadium kind of didn't really. It didn't work. No, it didn't didn't work for me. But it obviously, you know, it obviously works enough because it's been going, it's been going on for, for kind of quite a while. But I don't know whether it's quite the um, from a from an entertainment spectacle. I don't know whether it's quite what it was back back in the Canary Islands days. I get a feeling that the, the Thailand though uh, has a better climate, and mm. uh, and perhaps it's certainly also... certainly going to be better than Wembley in December. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. And and, and the, what you know, I, I don't know the scale of it, but it it looks. It looked like it was a more sort of open air sort of event, again, warmer, friendlier um, outside the stadium. Maybe everybody felt pretty cool about that sort of. Thing. And of course, that's another big, big, big travel for all these guys. You know, like after being in South America, and then they got to go to Istanbul to get, you know, pick up trophies. You know, and Kimmy was pissed off about that. You know, and um, <laughs> was that was that where was that where the FIA? Mm-hmm. No, but... yeah, because yeah, Kimmy said I, I win or come fourth, then otherwise I got to get trophies. <laughs> and. Um, and, but everyone looked like they had a good time there. So, uh, folks, what's your thoughts, mate? About the race of champions. Were you not listening? Well, that's, well, that is what we were talking about, folks, yes. Did you go, folks? No, um, I wanted to, but I wasn't able to. Well, I mean, as far as I can tell, for Jamie Winkup, he basically, he and his 30-odd other mates from AAA Race Engineering went over there to well, literally tie one on, didn't they? Because they were pretty much um, you know, planning to make a big party of it and stay on afterwards and um, you know, try and do their own version of uh, The Hangover 2. So we haven't had a <laughs> to see whether Jamie and the lads have been you know, shoveled into a plane and you know, sort of kicked off at the other end how they survived. But uh, that's about it. I mean, it's always going to be a struggle for him. He, he set very low expectations and, and wisely so. And, yeah, I mean, really, it's the motorsport equivalent of hit and giggle, isn't it? It, it doesn't mean anything. Um, the, the, the track was, well, it was problematic. You know, they had to stick chicanes and more, more chicanes in over the jump to stop the cars, you know, flying out of the stadium and into the, you know, nearby suburb, apparently. And there was a lot of crashing of machinery and, um, you know, hand-fisted driving. And, you know, the irony, you know, is... Jamie Wincup struggling. I think he only he didn't, well, he didn't make it into the you know the, the knockout stage, the quarterfinals. Um, but you know he's a classy, smooth driver, and he doesn't make it very far. And yet, you know the, the as you say, the first lap lunatic you know, ends up winning the thing. You know, I, I call that irony. <laughs> uh, well, he had to win something, folks, didn't he? Because he didn't want to win any bloody thing when he's three years back. That's like nutcase. Well, he's, unbelievably, he's won another year with Lotus. <laughs> well, and, you know, the bloke who's happiest about that? Kimmy? Kimmy Riken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be over the moon, you know. <laughs> he's got this absolute 
folks. We did. As a matter of fact, it was interesting. It was a very big stadium. It's the held the Asia Games there. Um, uh, late nineties, I think. It's about a fifty thousand seat stadium. Um, indoor, ironically, isn't it? Warm climate indoor at Wembley. <laughs> Cold climate yeah. or outdoor. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But it means nothing, you know, it's, it's Paul was right, you know, back in the day, it's been going 25 years, but back in its original iteration, you know, it was held on the Canary Islands, um, which if memory serves me correctly, or off, you know, off the coast of Spain, or out in the Atlantic, somewhere off the coast of Spain, and um, it was done on real rally roads, and they had proper rally machines, and it really was, I think back then, a true test of sorting out, you know, possibly who was the best overall driver in the world, but um, this indoor stadium thing um, has a really, it doesn't seem to have the credibility. And you know, you've got to say, unfortunately, you know, it's struggling because it moves around. You know, in recent years, it's been at Wembley, it's been in Germany, um, it was in China for one year. So, you know, next thing you know, you know it, it, it'll be in, you know, Lisco. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you think the local council have already put their bid in? They'll have to go showgrounds. But they've got some rather savage gun laws in Lithgow because it was a munitions factory. So um, yeah, we'll worry about the gun that. So <laughs> just getting back to the Lotus deal, folks. If you were uh, if you were running the show, who who would you have slotted in other than um, Grosjean? <laughs> Not Grosjean. <laughs> <laughs> David Rigon. No, Graz. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, or, 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 or uh, Val Secchi, whatever his name is. That's uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, he's got um, stardom all over him, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I saw him in action at Abu Dhabi during the, uh, the Grand Prix. And, um, you know, Lotus, well, and, and through Renault, it's antecedents, you know, has made a big thing about, you know, developing and promoting talent and, um, Grosjean's had a couple of bites at the, sh- at the cherry, and, and, and as I say, he's fast, but he's, he's just way too flighty, and honestly, in the history of ever, I've never seen one person be involved in so many first lap incidents. It's amazing. You know, mind you, followed closely in the um, hand-fisted driving stakes by Maldonado, he's just a rock ace. Well, honestly. Uh... Well, you 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 know that Mark Webber famously made that uh, comment that uh, he considered him the, the first lap nutcase. But uh, uh, there, there was famously described Jules Villeneuve as a rocket. But the uh, the comp. The 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 common the common fault. Uh, I see between um, both uh, Romain Grosjean and Mark Webber is their failure to use a razor blade properly. <laughs> and perhaps, you know, a little bit of a smarten up in that area might improve their grid positions. It Paul? Would reduce their wind, it would reduce their, reduce their wind resistance, wouldn't it? 
having done my best you know, during the month of uh, November to um, you know, oh, yeah. cultivate that. <laughs> Gotta uh, see that. Never saw that. <laughs> Didn't you see that? <laughs> I looked like. Oh, yeah, uh, no, this is drama. It was, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. It was a transformation. You would have been good dressed up as a gangster, I reckon. About another month, I could have pulled off uh, like a Dennis Lilly, Ian Chapel, 70s cricket idol kind of thing. But, oh, you um, didn't shave down there either. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's what budget? We had a we had budget cutbacks. We're not doing Skype anymore. We're on back on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're um uh, we're um we're we're not doing that. It's Christmas, folks. Oh, good. Thanks, JP. That explains it. I'm happy now. Well, you know, you were on about being a Grinch earlier on, so you get the idea. Hardy can't afford the bandwidth. You're talking the, the mental bandwidth of uh, mental capacity to actually get it all connected and, exactly and get it all out of it. Or... Yeah. Aren't you glad you had it all on together, Hardy? Okay, listen, fuck you. Um, I've got a couple oh, of. There we go, get a rating. Now, uh, listen, uh, <laughs> it, it appears, Mark, it, it appears, uh, I don't call you Mark unless I'm getting annoyed with you. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, it, it, it would appear that the continual hanging around of Casey Stoner would imply that he's more likely to do a uh, Dunlop development series drive next year. What's your thoughts on that? Because I also noticed that there's a couple of Peugeot, 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 as we say them here, over in Europe, Northern Hemisphere, Peugeot. Pugs. RCZ's coming to the Bathurst 12 hour, one for, uh, or, or other, I'm not sure it's one or two, but uh, one of them is uh, is slotted for, for Mick and Casey. Mick Doon and Casey Stoner to drive at the Bathurst 12 hour. So, wondering what's going on there. You certainly wanted to get some laps around Bathurst. That may be a further reinforcement. Folks, what does your antennae tell you? I'll tell you what, Mike. Sorry? It's a dead cert to right. do the Dunlop series with cert, Triple Eight. Dead cert, no question. It's um, not doing all this preparation and, um, you know, living in the V8 paddock at any opportunity in recent months for nothing. Um, and he had a big test last week, so it's not for fun. Um, he's going to do it, which will raise the situation where um, the biggest story is the Clipsal 500 um, on the first weekend of March won't be all the big changes in the Supercar's main game with Nissan and AMG Mercedes joining the field and cars of the future, it'll be Casey Stoner making his debut in V8s. The Dunlop series will just suddenly become the big story and of course it'll all come undone when all, you know, <laughs> all the young desperados <laughs> do, you, do you think it's Wayne Gardner, Mark, too? No, he hasn't got coach. Actually, I mean, talking, talking to, you know, well, because he doesn't talk to me, being part of the media, but talking to people he does talk to, which are mainly racing drivers, um, they all think that he's got quite a good chance. That, you know, everyone from Jamie Wincup down reckons, you know, it's a good 
I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any um, any doubt in anyone's mind that he would not be competitive. I think that the the you know the the, the feel that I'm 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 getting is that he comes into the sport with a disrespect for others, um, and you know with this a semi fuck you attitude, sort of like hey I'm I'm here to just do this and. I remember, like, you know, um, the Smelly Dane, like, you know, Alan Simonson, he was of the same nature. Not, not quite like that, but he was, look, I don't come racing to, to, to meet people at the track to be friends with as such. You know, I'm happy to get along with people. But it, it, That's worked well for him, hasn't it? Yeah, anyway, we're not talking about him, but we are. So I just get that, I get this feeling there's a bit of an undercurrent of negativity, but perhaps that's, you know, again, we're getting it through the media and not through specifically the media you're involved with, maybe the tentacle network. Although the tentacle network seems to be aligning. Yeah. Yeah, I think... You reminded me of something, I'll get onto that mode, but... Sorry to interrupt you, Paul. I think the... Um, yeah, I was going to say, the, the impressions you kind of get of people, you know, I've worked with a lot of guys over the years that, you know, if someone had asked me, you know, a couple of years before, you know, would you like to kind of work with this bloke? And you'd go, mm, I don't know. And you get to meet them, and they're the nicest bloke you'd ever want to meet, an absolute joy to work with, um, you know, the type of bloke you'd love to sit down and kind of have a dinner with, you know, seven nights a week. Um, you get other blokes that you think, oh, yeah, he'd be a good bloke, and then you get right. get to know him a little better, and it's maybe not so much the case. But um, so, yeah, I think I think the big thing, you know, I commend the bloke because you only got to look at Mick walking down walking down the streets of streets of the Gold Coast, um, particularly on a cold day, to know that to know that you got a, you got world championships in the bag. You know, he'd like to run around in his backyard, be able to kind of chase his kid, and you know, Mick's not in a position to do that. Um, you know, I, I I commend him for having the having the balls to kind of get out early and 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 take a shot at and be smart not to jump straight into the main game um, because I don't care who you are. Um, you know, that's that's going to be a very big jump to get into that uh, uh, get into that series. So.
with Michael Bike, was, you know, he was a very good Formula One driver. But, you know, there's lots of other motorcyclists who've made the transition and have got nowhere. And the most famous thing most recently, Troy Bayliss, you know, who, world superbike champion, MotoGP winner, you know, bravest man you've ever seen, you know, basically, well, pretty much scared himself witless when he drove the V8 at Phillip Island and uh, had the good sense to pull out and go to Bathurst where he really would have opened his eyes, which is quite remarkable given where he's come from, but sensible enough. You know, Johnny Chicotto, another motorcycle ace, did pretty well, but mainly in touring cars. Giacomo Agostini um, was very disappointed in cars. So, you know, it's not a given, but, you know, he's got age on his side. Um, he's got the best, he'll have the best team grooming him, so I, I think he's, and, you know, and we're talking about supercars, we're not talking about Formula 1 or something. Yeah, you're so talking really about cars. Roland um, grooming him, which yeah. has got to be a good he, thing for him. Yeah, grooming him in the nice sense. Yeah, you know, nothing like that. You know, it, 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 you, know, you drag it down. No, it, it's actually again. I it's, try. It, again, <laughs> it's, it's a, it is a, it is a perception. Like you can't, you, whether you like Roland's operation or not, you can't help but go. They got to give him the ticks for no, the, the they're achieving them, without that. But you know, and. In a, in a competition sport, you know, why would you give it away? What we, I suppose what we're trying to look for is, I go, oh, geez, I wish it was a bit more mellow, like run into them over dinner. Hey, it's run smart and, and, a, and a sharp operation. And that obviously gets other people off. I don't think I suggested any otherwise, John. No, no, I, no I, I'm just saying that what I was trying to infer, folks, was that smart, sharp operations don't do... Like hanging around pubs on Thursday, on, on Friday and Saturday night at events and 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 having talking talking stuff that they they mean business, and they can be misconstrued as being insular. Yeah. But they but don't but but Stoner is going to have a torrid time next year. He's going to be up against Marcus Sakanovic. <laughs> It's Wayne Gardner all over again. Yeah. Gardner was a bit more mature in, in, in age, and he actually took he took the cars pretty well. Um, before he got into V8 in 93, um, he had had some, you know, some reasonable mileage under his belt in, in Europe, racing some um, pretty potent Alfa Romeos. Um, and, yeah, and he made his mark, and, and you know, Captain Chaos, as he's known back in the day, was wild. <laughs> But he was fast, but, you know, if you look over the course of his V8 career, um, it was pretty inconsistent, you know, it went from the highs, I remember, you know, he won the very first V8 supercar event, well, under the V8 supercar guys in 97. Um, he, said, yeah, he won pole position at Bathurst one year, um, but there are huge downs, and, you know, his biggest mistake was when Holton Racing Team hired him in 93, he was actually set to be and had the name to be the new Peter Brock. Well, you know, within a year, he was trying to white out Tom Walkinshaw out of the whole Holden Racing Team business. And uh, it was never going to work. Well, yeah, perhaps. Anyway, 
maybe we should move I'm, on, I'm, I suppose, from that. No, was, was that too cerebral? Well, I know, I just think that... No, we're, know, all, we're all just soaking it in, really, you know. Well, you know, yeah. we, we, we were wondering who was talking. Hey, Rhino, by the way... <laughs> Yo. Being a, uh, you know, a mogul in US motorsport now, as you are... Is it, does that mean he's luminary? <laughs> yeah, he, he could be a luminary, but, I mean, to really have made it... I mean, have you starred on the American version of Media Watch? <laughs> well, as part of the tentacle network. Here's the thing, and here is my um, not naming any names. One, what, one, one. There is no such thing as there is no such thing as Media Watch. Um, no American Jonathan Holmes. Having having grown having grown up in 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 the media um, a very long a very very long time ago. Um, you know, this, the whole, as they call it in America, the separation of church and state. I'm rather, I'm rather cynical of the whole, of the whole concept because media, as media as we know it, there are very few scenarios where, um, where it is kind of totally clean. You know, just take take a look at kind of the Fox Network, and you know, they try to kind of pass that off as news in um, in the US. I will, I will say this, and I will. Uh, I will kind of plead the fifth a little bit because the bloke concerned was actually kind of one of the groomsmen at my wedding. Um, so, so obviously, obviously my allegiances. In fact, I was on the phone with the bloke just five minutes before we pulled in the driveway here. Um, I was one of the groomsmen. I also. would say yes, yes, you were. It just shows you how low how low my standards will uh, will, will, will reach. Um, I'll, I'll I'll say this. If um, and I will say only this. If I will say I will say only this. If the if the source if the alleged source of the information to create um, to create that event on Media Watch if they spend as much time actually kind of concentrating on doing what they're supposed to be doing rather than bitching and moaning about what someone else is doing they may be um, they may be a little bit kind of better off so. Well, I, I that's quite true. You do have okay. to um, you do you do have to uh, question the veracity. Yes, if you um, you know if 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 you don't bother to actually pick up the phone to ring the Gold Coast Bulletin or the creator of their lift out to actually kind of offer up any content prior to a particular event, then I'm not sure you really have a leg to stand on. The other the other interesting thing from a media watch perspective is you're pretty much kind of guilty as charged. Like there's there is there's there, no right of reply. There there is no right of reply. There is no media watch for media watch. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no voice back. And you know, anyway, it, it, anyway, anyway, Paul. The bottom line is, you know, you cannot boast as seen on TV. No, no, no. I I I, I do I do my absolute best to uh, to stay uh, stay ab absolutely in the background. Now, now folks, the, the, you're, you're the 27 minutes in. It's only a 30 minute argument, so we have to let you go in three minutes. And look, uh, you've given us our um, you've given us uh, an excellent insight on how Casey Stoner will be now driving in 2013 in Car of the Past, and um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see how that pans out. Well, I'm just full of I'm full of Christmas cheer. 
Well, what I'm going to be interested to find out is whether the car of the future turns out to be as cost-effective as the current uh, car of the past. DW12 IndyCar, you know, and the cost savings that they were kind of expecting. I kind of hazard a guess from, from the hazard a guess from the discussions I've had with a few people that uh, um, that, that may not Correct. quite be the case. Mm. No, no, it's been complete failure in terms of not only cost reduction but not even um, cost containment. You know, they're at the very least as expensive as the current cars, and if you talk to enough people, uh, in fact, you know, significantly more expensive. So. It's something they had to do in, for the long term, but promoting it as a cost-saving exercise is complete nonsense. It's, yeah. just, it's, and the, it's completely... It's cost overruns. Um, it's been, you know, very implemented haphazardly. And, in, in fact, I was talking to a team principal today, and there are still details of the technical specs still, you know, several weeks away from the effective start of the season in mid-February at the pre-season test. Yeah, the other thing is, is has there been any has there been any effort whatsoever? One minute. Has there been a uh, final question? Has there been any effort whatsoever, whatsoever to strip any downforce out of these things, so we can actually kind of get some racing and not uh, not kind of follow the leader as we see in V8 supercars, DTM, every other form of downforce orientated motorsport in the world. The only thing that makes no. the only thing that makes sports the only thing that makes sports cars interesting is the fact that you've got you know everything out there on the track at the same time and you get some kind of passing but everything else is you know too much downforce dreadful actually before you go mark before you go it actually is something that's relevant i, I really would like you and, and paul to have a quick chat about um and to be, fair. to be fair no because i think you guys would be able to uh, argue and articulate this out and i'm we've had this discussion before you and i but uh, I'm, I'm at a quandary and I'd like to hear what Paul has to say about this sort of the, the concept of this um, GA Grand Am also Grand Am slash NASCAR oh, yeah, yeah. merger and uh, American Le Mans series. American Le Mans series which runs under ruling by the ACO and Grand Am running under NASCAR ruling with NASCAR coming along and saying but we have to keep the Daytona prototypes as a premium class and you know, can, I can look at Paul's Face right now, he's going. Look, I'm not actually Paul Ryan. <laughs> I play one on television. I know Here's because the, yeah, you know. Uh, I'll, right. ju I'll, ju I'll just present these facts because it, and, it's you know, it's, a, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because you well, go, here, are, sorry, is but are we going to have DPS, which are sort of like cobbled up sort of things? I, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, uh, uh, appearing to be better than uh, an you know, a, a Toyota TS31 that here, they will deliver next year. Here, here, here is the problem. Um, Mid-Ohio and um, viewers kind of, excuse me if I've got these times kind of slightly wrong, but this was this was roughly the scenario. A, a P2 class ALMS Le Mans spec pole app was around a 1 minute 15. A GT pole lap at Mid-Ohio was a 1 minute 20. A Daytona prototype pole lap was 1 minute 25. So not only are they slower, 10 were 10 seconds a lap slower than a P2 car, 
they're actually five seconds a lap slower than a Le Mans spec GT car. Now, uh, uh, so, but Mid Ohio would not be a track that would suit a DP car. Well, it's it's very twisty and hilly. It's very twisty, yeah, and it, you know it's probably kind of slightly better at places like kind of Road America and stuff uh-huh. like that. But here's the thing: so I don't think you can make those DP cars fast enough to make up that distance, that difference. You know, there is a lot of time in tyres. There is a bit. There is a bit of time in downforce. There is a bit of time in in horsepower. But I don't think there's 10 seconds. So, so on the other end of the scale, you have to slow down the P2 cars. Now, if you're a P2 guy and you want to go run the 24 hours of Le Mans, then the biggest challenge is you've got to run all year at one spec with low downforce, extra weight, 10 seconds, 10 seconds of lap handicap in your car, and then you've got to go over to Europe to go to go and run. And then all of a sudden you've got to go. You got to go and spend a week at Rickard to actually kind of respect the car and respect the balance, because all of a sudden you've got to compete against everyone in Europe that's been running at the other spec, and every race mile that you've done in North America is now kind of thrown out the window. There, I see there's a bit of a, there's a bit of an issue that I'm glad that my buddy Scott Elkins and all from the ALMS and all the guys from Daytona. That is, uh, that is a significant challenge that I'm glad I don't have to solve. <laughs> Are you vacuuming, oh. folks? <laughs> well, I couldn't have said it better myself, <laughs> simply because I just don't know enough about the international sports car scene as Paul does. But it, it does seem to me that principally this merger is a shotgun wedding. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I see it as, well, NASCAR, because NASCAR owns Grand Am, basically taking over the ALMS. The only thing in its favour that I can say is that at least it's a unification of um, a large sports car racing market, and if they can sort out the problems, which Paul has eloquently described, um, you know, they may get somewhere. Um, but, you know, we're talking about, the, the, as I see it, the, you know, the big picture problem of sports car racing around the world, despite its potential, is that there are just too many different types of sports cars. And even within, you know, we've talked about this hardly just, you know, how many GT classes there are. It's just too hard to follow. So yeah, anything exactly. that any, anything that simplifies the, the sports car category is a good idea. But you know, we're still a long way from it, aren't we, Paul? Oh, absolutely. You know, and because the biggest problem, particularly in North America, is sports cars, ALMS is probably right up there with college lacrosse or women's, women's NBA basketball. Um, um, professional... Oh, don't, don't, don't start me on that. Professional bull riding. Um, you know, it is... A particularly a kind of a massively fringe sport. You know, I live in Atlanta, the deep south, in the middle of NASCAR territory. So I walk into a Christmas party, and they say, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" And I say, "Oh, I work in motor racing." Oh, really? You work in NASCAR? No. Wow. Well, what do you do? So then you try to explain sports car racing, <laughs> and then you try to explain the fact that there's four or five different classes out there at the same time. 
And then somebody says, oh, like the Daytona 24-hour. Well, no, that's another series altogether. And, and you, can just see, you can just see them glazing over like, what, what on earth is this? So the, the man on the street has no, you know, just cannot comprehend this in any way, shape or form. I mean, it's just overly complicated. Oh, absolutely. There, 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 there is no doubt. Will they be able to simplify? I mean, basically they've got a year, haven't they? I mean, sports car racing did bring up, you know, the car of the year, the racing car of the year in my book, and I'm sure it's yours, Paul, obviously, but, you know, the most innovative thing we've seen in in motorsport um, since, you know, 67, 68 with the turbine cars in Indy was, you know, the Nissan Delta Wing. I mean, I thought that was such an exciting project. Um, and the enthusiasm and interest that it generated at Le Mans and, again, at... I gather a petit le Mans, you know, it shows that technical innovation, you know, should be literally the future of motor racing. It's what people seem to be craving. Um, and it's good that Delta Wing will have its own class, as it were, I gather, in ALMS next year. Um, and although that, in a way, is disappointing because, you know, no. even Ben Bowlby, the designer, you know, we don't want just Delta Wing cookie-cutter copies. We, we want it to spur a spirit of innovation, but yeah, in itself, I think Delta Wing was just fantastic, and I think it deserves all the plaudits it's received and, and should get more. It was the most exciting thing I saw all year, really. Yeah, we're very much working on, you know, when you look back at, when you look back at things like... Um, you know, when Sir Jack first took the rear engine car to, to Indy, when when Lotus and Dan Gurney, um, you know, turned up turned up a year later or two years later, whenever it was, um, you know, the first the first wing on a Formula One car, the the first carbon fibre tub. You know, we're hoping it's going to be one of those innovations, one of those kind of turning points in the sport that. You know, this is the kind of the catalyst to kind of to get everyone else to kind of to change. Now, there's a whole bunch of arguments on rules and so forth, and you know we've you know we've got some ideas that we're you know we're we're propagating and kind of brewing along on, and we'll, we'll see where that kind of develops. But we're hoping this doesn't become the the gas turbine at Indy, the the six wheel Tyrrell, the Brabham fan car. You know, all all great ideas but all of which were legislated out of the sport because everybody bitched and moaned and, exactly. and said, oh, well, you know. Or a one-make series. Yeah, we don't want a one-make series. No, that's, why ben, that's, why ben, that's why Ben did what he did because he was kind of sick of, sick of cookie-cutter cookie cutter racing. You know, we want this to be, you know, the, the, the basic kind of parameter. You know, the perfect race series in our mind is here, here are the four rules. You have a box that the car has to fit in. So it has to be able to kind of make a pit stop at Le Mans or a traditional traditional racetrack. You have a certain amount of fuel or calories of fuel, whether it be E85 or hydrogen or hydrogenated gummy bears or whatever, animal fat, however you're going to power your car, you have X number of calories per hour in a fuel flow meter that you're able to use. You have to pass the crash test, and you have to pass the uh, a defined 
CFD, you know, computational fluid dynamics, basically a wind tunnel in a computer that says, okay, if the car gets 45 degrees sideways at 200 mile an hour, or whatever you define the numbers to be, that the thing's not going to go upside down and disappear into the, into the scenery. If you can, if you can build, if you can build your car out of balsa wood and pass the crash test, go at it. So there is no minimum weight. There is no fuel tank. You know, if you want to put a 300-litre fuel tank in it and run for six hours before having to make a pit stop, great. Go at it. If you want to put a, if you want to put a, um, you know, like a five-gallon drum in the thing and run three laps and then come in and have to pit, run three very fast laps because you've got really low weight and have to pit, great. But actually open it up, open it up to innovation. You know, the rule book doesn't need to be as thick as the 1980s yellow pages. You know, it needs to be one page and go at it. Well, it's a great idea and I applaud it and I, you know, I hope that's the direction in which it proceeds. You know, good luck because history says it's a very difficult um, proposition because there are all these vested interests. But, I mean, one thing that occurred to me is, you know, particularly for the Le Mans 24-hour, could you imagine how far a car could go running on JP's bullshit? <laughs> Incredible. Amazing. You'd have mean, to that, that, that would solve the world's energy problem, couldn't you'd it? Have to, you'd have to wear G-suits, the thing would be that fast, kind of like through the Porsche curves. <laughs> oh, and the smell of an oily rag. <laughs> or, or JP's underdeck. Yeah, yeah, thanks, <laughs> folks. You had to pick on someone, didn't you? It was just my turn, wasn't it? Well, I keep beating up on Hardy. I mean, it really, that was a Hardy joke, really, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you've redeemed to... yourself. You have received your Christmas card, uh, which I think is quite appropriate. Uh, so, <laughs> folks, uh, thanks for being a, a contributor, uh, and, and in more ways than yes. one, you know, occasion, occasionally paying for a meal. And thanks for your hospitality <laughs> when we come and crack yeah, that's, right. that's That's right. And, uh, and Merry Christmas. And um, I'm, I'm a benevolent king, you know. I treat my subjects well. <laughs> and look, uh, just stay on the line because we're going to need to get your full name and address to send the. Uh, I was surprised. <laughs> oh, okay. all right, guys. Listen, have a great Christmas. You and, too, uh, folks. An even better New Year. And uh, Paul, you have a very nice trip back, and I'm sure you'll enjoy seeing all your fans. Absolutely. Thanks, it's, it's thanks, like thanks. Say, saying like, like, have a nice trip back. This first thing said, like, can you, can you fuck off? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> All right, look, stay on the line, folks, and we'll be with you shortly. I uh, actually noticed that you did chop down a few trees in the next... Oh, actually, we, we're coming back. This, it's, the, it's the Christmas extra preamble too. Preamble too. We, we, I noticed you, you, knocked, you knocked down a few trees to get your uh, get people. Now, we've got to get Dr. Reynolds. Uh, Dave Reynolds has uh, raced for FBR this year um, on the phone. and uh, the he, green. Botline. The botline. Green. He, he's actually uh, a pretty humorous, uh, uh, in, interesting sort of character. So let's see what he's got to say. 
Is that the doctor? Is that Doctor Reynolds? It is apparently. Hey mate. Apparently. How are you, Hardy here, and uh, JP and uh, International Paulie from. Um, you haven't met International Paulie yet. We, we... I, don't, I don't think we've met Dave, but um, I think your engineer Dave and I go way back to the cat racing days. So. No, it's James Small. James Small. Oh, James Small. Where's Dave, where's, where's Dave Patterson now? Um, he, runs, he ran Chaz's car this year. He just, just did DBS. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Yeah, but he's uh, a legend. <laughs> a legend. There you go. Good guy. I saw, him, I saw him on the Gold Coast last year, and, of course, I didn't recognise him because, like, for years, back in the day when I was here and back home working with JB, he, he looked more like kind of Ned Kelly and then like the beard had come off and I was like who the, well, I recognise the voice but like who the heck are you so did he used to have a beard oh absolutely he used to have a beard like Ned Kelly <laughs> <laughs> like you like like you would not believe how, now, how now, thick now listen, the beard is settle down both of you alright so uh, just a heads up uh, Dr. Annals uh, that uh, uh, International Paulie is uh the, the PR director for the Delta Wing project that Nissan have been running around the world. So sort of a bit of an interesting sort of character and has unfortunate ties with Crusher. <laughs> oh, no. I know, so that's the downside. <laughs> and, of course, JP over here. The regular uh, co-host. Uh, available to provide extremely cheap stolen iPads. Um, really? And uh, and fix broken screens. Yes. Yeah, except we haven't got any, of course. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> you don't say that. Nobody's got any. Mate, um, you know how, but uh, Dr. Ennels, you know how people say to you, how do you rate yourself this year, you know, and everyone and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's just, it's completely stupid, isn't it? You know? It, oh, yeah. Do you get involved? People coming along and say, yeah, I'll give myself a B minus or what do you make of all that sort of stuff? Is it self fulfilling rubbish or what? what? Well don't really know what to say. I just I'm always, you know, as a driver always have a harsh critic. And if you're not winning, you know, sort of everyone wants to know why and how and why don't you win and that's just not that not that fucking easy. <laughs> so, so mate, now that you unless you're probably talking to Jamie Wincup, he wins all the time. It's bullshit. Look, yeah, no, look, you know, the 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 chin, the chin, the chin is the, the chin is the chin. But um, and and by the way, Rusty Sausage uh, says hello. Um, oh, hey mate. Hey. I missed him. Yeah. Oh, her. But anyway, <laughs> you'll get over it. Um, look, he, uh, what I'm what I'm most concerned about you with you as you move into 2013 to the car of the future is um, are you, how are you feeling about car of the past? I'm I mean... glad to get to be there. I'm glad to get rid of it. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, like, for me, there's very, very hard things to drive um, and coming from all the different categories. You know, anyone that comes new into the car, it takes years and years and years to sort of grow through it. So this the car of the future sort of almost levelises it a bit because it's it, it, for me anyway. I've driven it, driven it once and it's requires a different driving style. And, you know, just the whole whole car handles different. Do you think you think this will make it easier for the um, international blokes that come in, like 
like I'm good mates with like guys like Brabs, who you know obviously has driven everything under the sun, but even when he comes down and gets in one, it takes him. Yeah, you know, he's the first to admit it takes him a couple of days to get his head back around yeah. how to how to how to push these things around. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many times, but I assume so. I think it does feel more GT-ish with the series cars like spliced together. That's sort of how I can best describe it. Is that is that that um, is that down to the tyre package? You think, Dave? Or? Uh, down to the weight distribution and maybe the tyre. Mm-hmm. But you know, we rolled our cars out. I'm pretty un- they're underdeveloped at the minute. Every change we made, I couldn't really feel what was going on. I'd I, 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 I just say James, I, which is my engineer, James Small. James, I've got no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> but I, I, then, I, then I sort of worked on driving style and technique, and I actually found more speed out of that than I did the car, like tuning it. So, you know, it requires another different driving style once again. Well, mate, it's very nice to chat to you because you caused me a sleepless night at my mate um, Duncan Dayton's wedding, which happened to be on the Bathurst weekend, and I happened to stumble across, I get back from, got back from the wedding, four parts cut in Connecticut, and happened to pick up the iPad and stumbled onto YouTube and stumbled onto the uh, the live stream of the race, which I didn't think I was going to yeah. get, and then of course, you know, as things kind of panned out, well, I couldn't put the thing down, it was like four <laughs> in the morning by the time the race finished, and it was like, I had to get up first first thing the following morning to kind of get on a plane but um i mean dave had to let him win well well well, here's my question if you had your time over again would you give him a nudge yes (laughs) (laughs) did you come did you come close to giving him giving him a nudge anywhere or uh i had i probably had one opportunity that was sound but you know it's a long day i've never done well there ever before um What's that wind? Are you guys outside? Yeah. <laughs> Are you in the pub again? No. No, we're in Hardy's backyard. Radio Hot Lap HQ. And, 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 you'll, and you'll definitely, you'll have to, you'll have to make some time when Clipsville comes up to, to cruise up. Hey, listen, how are you yeah, going I'm, with that? Sorry, yeah, if I had my time again, I definitely, I had one chance, and I still go to bed thinking like, what if, what if, what if. But at the end of the day, you know, it's such a long day. We had a pretty good result going. Um, but like, just, just for my own personal self, I just wanted to throw it down the inside and see how I went. But next year will be the year. Good work. <laughs> uh, it, was good to, it was good to see because I, I was, like, kind of cheering for... I've been out of the country for 10 years, so, like, most of, most of the guys in the show now... Um, you know, like kind of blokes like yourself who I haven't met, but you know, some of the some of the guys like I did a lot of stuff in GTP back in the day. So guys like Dino who are with you, Cam McConville, those kind of guys. You know, I kind of know I kind of know pretty well. So I was kind of cheering for a bunch of the, for a bunch of those blokes. So yeah, t- towards the end I was, you know. I have Dino on my team. He's got a weird like thing. He can't stop touching you. <laughs> well, well, if I if I recall, Dr. That um, the, you were the one giving the kiss in the photo. Oh, you got to give it back. Then my housemate calls me a trisexual. I'll try anything. 
Listen, um, a, 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 so Marcus Sakanovic is not funny. Like, what's with that? Well, what happened? Well, no, no, no. Folks said to me that you said that Marcus wasn't funny. Well, I mean, I actually didn't find him funny, so I'd like you to concur with me. concept of the car of the past. What the concept of it? What gone? Or... The car of the past. <laughs> well, it's a great, it's a great thing. I mean, why would you call it development series? Yeah, car of the past. Yeah. I mean, it's the only Ford Holden battle. Yeah. Hey, you could be up for that. You know, you have to get into training to come down and sweat it out here, and hopefully not too hot Adelaide. And and, and what's the plan? Well, to be fair, I'm actually just just arrived in Albury, Wodonga, which is like my hometown. Yeah, I know Brad Jones country. Yep, you there um, for Christmas? I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to reclaim because I've got more hair than you. Yeah, are you using <laughs> are you using Foursquare to like become the mayor of little locations? What's Foursquare? It's a, it's a location. <laughs> Paul, can you tell him? No, I'm, get, I'm keeping it out of this. It's, so, it's like uh, a, a check-in system. I'm just waiting for the Foursquare joke to come out. So. Foursquare. Like, actually, I had a really great Thai meal on the street there only a month ago. You know, the, where the train station is. Uh, if you head from yeah. the train station across to that main street down there, there's this really great... Main uh, Yeah, Main Street. <laughs> Funny. Uh, Vietnamese... Uh, sitting on the on the sidewalk there, and they're cooking on the on the on the street. It was great. Oh really? I don't think that's legal. <laughs> yeah, probably not. They didn't ask. Hardy reckon they tasted uh, alright. So yeah, by um, you know, my next few months, I'm going to Thailand. Just myself and Daniel gone for a week or so, and then I'm coming back on the sixth. I'm back in a training, and you know, I'm going to try and. Come out and hose everyone. Uh, Isn't that the plan? Good for you. Are you guys getting married soon? <laughs> well, no, he's got a girlfriend, I've got a girlfriend, and, you know. I actually I was going to ask you, how's the, how's the, the inverted commas in the air, new girlfriend going? Yeah, she's alright. Oh, great. She's alright when she's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Yeah, very cool. No, she's great. She's unreal. Uh, now listen, I, I hear you've tipped Will Davison in, into this radio hot lap gig with through via folks. Oh really? Yeah, I told Will to do it. It's fun. Yeah, how do I? How am I going to wind Will up? Oh, just talk about anything that winds him up. What, like say, will there be a, a single Davison ever in the world that doesn't have anything to do with wheels? <laughs> or should I say, why is your father's eyes so weird? Yes. He's got the same eyes. I know. Same eyes. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> it will be good to have on. He's got a good sense of humour. He's got a good personality. Yeah, right, cool. Show it a bit more. Yeah, well, I won't invite Dave Siegel along, so it'll probably be all right then. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll get you on. I'll get you on. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, sounds like a plan for Clipsal. You can chuckle up. It won't be V8 superstars like the old days where it was all about Crompton and Ingle and Scafo. Scafe Lee. Scafeness. All right, mate. Well, thanks. Thanks for saying. Oh, and look, uh, before you go, uh, JP, uh, Tech Time. Tech Time. Dave, can you. You got any technical questions? Can you ask JP? And have you got any <laughs> new tech stuff before? You know, as we any head into Christmas, tech, stuff that tech we problems that we need to solve. Tech. Well, I just got an iPhone five. Good. Oh dear. Uh, dog shit. Dog shit. <laughs> yeah, we no, we, we had you, that last time. Are you losing Wi-Fi connectivity? Because if so, just download six o two today. Oh really? Yes. Oh, good. No, like, it's it, been acknowledged that there's a Wi-Fi issue. Acknowledged. Acknowledged. Yep. Um, Instagram's going to sell uh, photos. Did you know that? Oh, no, no. That's the, the, the actually that's a major that's a major talking point. And, and Paulie, you and I, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up, dear, because uh, uh, not to be confused with um, not to be confused with David Richards <laughs> of ProDrive fame. <laughs> Was, was, although there is a, a confusing connection there with DR at FPR, but anyway. Um, DR at FPR. Yeah, DR yeah. at FPR. My, my, and did, DR. My, my middle name's Alan, so technically it's just Dar. <laughs> Dar. Which sounds really stupid, which is, you know, that's... Yeah, quite so. Um, behaviour. The new terms of service of Instagram, which come into effect 16th of January, International Poorly, uh, state that any photography or anything that you upload, including metadata, which you don't know, meaning what type of device I'm using, where I'm using it from, blah, 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 goes up. And uh, Instagram, which is basically becoming the Facebookification of mm. Instagram, saying we can use that for our own financial marketing benefits without any consent to you and there was as <laughs> a huge backlash including probably the most well-known celebrity pink i suppose associated with the sport that we're involved with who's put her hand up and said uh -uh, thanks for nothing signing off cancelling my account yeah as you would but they backpedaled today oh uh, and basically said that uh, it was never meant, and the, the way the new terms were written was actually incorrect, and it gave the wrong impression. Uh, they were talking in terms really, of, really, were, yeah, fancy <laughs> that. They were talking in terms of advertising, and they they basically came out and said it wasn't that we want to use your stuff to help our advertising; it was that we want to target you with advertising, and. Basically, these terms and conditions give us permission to do that. So, uh, I think you'll find a very hasty rewrite is in the uh, in the works, and everybody will breathe a sigh of relief. Thank you. Yeah. Here's my take. If if you're going to put anything online and you don't want it stolen, you don't want it sold, you don't want it, you no, want to, you want to, and you want to keep it private, don't do it. Yeah. Once you pre yeah. once you press the upload button or the send button, it's everybody. It's gone. It's everybody. Yeah. You you've just given it away. Fair call. I sort of tell my girlfriend, don't put naked photos on the internet anymore. <laughs> anymore? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you send us the address of the ones that are already there? Yeah. No. 
you know, you know, the problem with that, Dr. Reynolds, is that, you know, when you go away, you're always worrying about who's talking to her. <laughs> Which, 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 which actually gives you a, 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 a good option to think about having an ugly girlfriend because they're never targeted. No, I just, I just told her if I'm ever going to get serious with you, I'm just going to take your phone off you. Right. You're not, you're not allowed to have that responsibility. It would be, it would be hard to conceive that you could become serious with anybody except a steering yeah, I know, wheel. That's, that's why it's so funny. All right, mate. Well, thank you, time boys. Yeah, well, thank I appreciate you. It. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Good on you. Say hello to, Merry Christmas. To, 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 to Daniel. We don't know. Gaunt. Gaunt is an unusual name. Is he? Is he? Does he need feeding a little more? Is he? <laughs> uh, it's unusual it, it, to have a, an, adject, an adjective as a, as a last name or a back name. <laughs> <laughs> and when you uh, and when you see Dave Patterson next, uh, go and ask him about his beard. Yeah, ask him for a photo. Okay, well, yeah. Oh, what's, that, what's that sign off um, Grizzly Adams did have a beard, you know, off Happy Gilmore? <laughs> <laughs> Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Yes, indeed. All right. Thanks, All right, Duke. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. See yeah, you, you too. Thanks, yeah. Good on you, mate. Bye. Ciao. There you go. Oh, all right. Tecton. What a big show. Tecton. Yeah, and look, Tecton. The, in fact, the DR had actually brought up the fact of, of the Instagram, of, of Instagram yep. which was the only thing I really had on, uh, um, and other than unavailability of everything. Well, there's Poorly. plenty of unavailability. No um, yeah, going back to my previous comment, yeah, if you don't want to sell it, don't want it, you don't want it stolen, you don't want to, you want to keep it private, don't stick it online. If there's any teenagers listening to Radio Hot Lap, take note. Um... Right, we've got five minutes to shut down. So, yeah, well, yeah, what, so what, what I'll just um, regurgitate that little um, uh, moment I had there with uh, Apple have released iOS 6.02. Specifically, specifically only for, for iPhone I, 5 and iPad Mini. Mini. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Interesting, um, but it is a Wi-Fi fix. Apparently various types of uh, Wi-Fi routers were having trouble and there was a bug that supposedly, inverted commas, could impact Wi-Fi on the list of adjustments that Apple have uh, released. It's 51.4 51 meg if you want to download it. Is that you know, actually, I would have thought that now, it would have been clever if they just... Even if there was no change to the current iOS, other iOS architecture, just give them a 602 so everyone knew they were on the same limit, same spot. Yeah, true. Did you sort of go, hang on, I'm on a 601, you're a 602... Yeah, just from a numbering... Now... Yeah, hey, hey... It doesn't work like that. You should know. Man on the street doesn't know what, what they're on. True. Very good point. Luckily, most, there's a business case. Most of my clients There, there is a business case for that. You should get on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan can help. Now, yeah. Yes, he could. <laughs> Jonathan can always help. Uh, HTC have announced that they've got an M7 phone coming with a 1080p display and a 13 <laughs> megapixel camera. Oh, great. Sorry. So, sorry. Oh, yeah, I really need that. Yeah, exactly. Everybody yeah, does. I don't, I don't care. But uh, it's got the... Retina display thrashing resolution of 468 PPI, which is it, know, it is actually quite interesting. Once you well, once you go retina and you go back yeah. to look at an old, I know. It looks like, have, you got, a, have you got a retina laptop? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's my it's mind blowing. I go back and look at look at gens now, and it's like Do you have a retina ooh. iPad. Yes. You have a retina iPhone. Yes. No. Uh, yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. So you're a full so retina man. I'm a retina. Retina Apple I've, TV. I've been retinized. Yeah, I've got retina. Have you got the retina Apple TV? 1080p Apple TV. Or only 720. Have you got the retina? I don't know. You got the retina Apple TV? I don't know. Well, that is the one. I was going to say. I was just saying. you TV as in TV set. Now, earlier on, earlier on, we were talking. What were we talking about? We were talking about Paulie came up with fonts. No, hang on. Oh, yes. Will we be having fiber out? As in F-I-B-R-E or F-I-B-E-R? I mean, what sort of colour have we got? C-O-L-O-R? Or C How Americanized have you got here, son? 320 million Americans, can't be wrong. So Never twice the same colour. Back to the fonts. Yes, yes, For yes, all yes. of you web designers out there, or budding web designers. <laughs> oh, this is... Of which there are plenty. Is, this is the web fonts of 2012. Oh, he's just a brush scripter. Um, yeah. You, you so okay, working so that earth what? typeface I gave Tell you. Tell me... What earth typeface? Uh, the typeface, you're the one Come that on you love to use. You're the builders. You're the builders. Poor auto, what poor auto sport. is the web font number one of 2012? Ariel. No. Brush script. No. Wingdings. <laughs> it's, Wingdings. It's Myriad Pro. Which is an oh, Apple typeface. Which is the standard, which is... standard Apple typeface. Yeah, you know well, why? Because they, 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 it's clean. It's got the Adobe uh, designation, of course. And then next is Proxima Nova. Which I've never heard by of. By a guy named right. Mark Simonson, no relation to Alan. Just, 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 just. And uh, Futura. You need to send me this. So, there you go. I need to send you this? Yes, yeah, please. I'll send you it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So there's a list there anyway. If you actually go to um, uh, extensis.com and go to the suitcase uh, page, you'll probably find a link to it because WebInc is a uh, Extensis uh, Can you just condense font thing? Oh, well, I've just done it. I'll tell you, the second to the last one is Trajan Pro 3 and then Adobe Garamond Pro. There's a few others, hmm. but there you go. And, 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 and of those fonts, how many of those have you actually purchased, Paul? Uh, actually, quite a lot. <laughs> no, he's well, I, legal, am, I am a fully paid up legal. Well, would you, uh, you would you be, would you be kind enough to um, provide an offsite, offsite backup no, for me? You should get no? that. I do have offsite monthly. Could I have an offsite backup? Huh? What? Could I have an offsite backup? Go to no. line of Go to linotype.com and subscribe, and mm. then you'll get all the new fonts as they come down, and it's really, really worthwhile monthly. Okay. Cool. Well, that's all my tech time. Right. So well, I think there that there's the only... What are the other things? Can I have my rant? Yes. Can I? Can yes, I? Can you I, got can it. I? Hang on. Can I? Hang on. It's this. And um, welcome to... Da -da -da. It's Paul's international, once a year, Christmas show, tech and whatever rant. Ta-da! Rant, rant, rant. I found a company that's as bad as Telstra. <laughs> no! no! Come on, you can't have. It's called my beloved provider in America called AT&T. Oh. I bought my lovely wife a brand new iPhone 5 and ring them up and say, I would like to... Um, this, this iPhone 4 is now out of contract. I would like to take it off your network to be able to use it in Australia so I can give Hardy back his old... No, no. Beaten up Dunga iPhone, iPhone three, you. which yeah, it, it makes calls. <laughs> it makes calls. That's about all it does. <laughs> but that's um, okay. It's, 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 it's a nice shade of white, though. Yes, it is a nice shade of white. I'm not sure what you were thinking. Um, and, but they say, oh yeah, that'll be yes, we can do that. And it took like three calls, and then of course the first two calls, the um, 
the call dropped out, which was kind of ironic since I was talking <laughs> to my phone provider. And so I finally get through to someone and they say, well, no, sorry, we can't you help can you. We, we get, get can't the same person. We, no, we can't help you on that. So we get through to a supervisor and blah, 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 blah. And then they say, it's going to take five to seven days to kind of make that happen. So I finally get what? the so I finally get the SIM card cut down to put it in the phone today. And of course, has the phone been unlocked? No. Oh, you're kidding. And I'm like and of course and I how go, many days ago was and, of course, and of course they say eight eight to nine days. Right. And of course yeah. I go to the the Apple store and said, oh, well, you know, AT&T said, you know, it takes Apple that many days to go. And they said, no, it's not us, it's them. Yeah, well, of course. So, so I'm not sure who was a lying sack of shit. Um, both. Probably a bit of both. Yeah, I would say. But it's like, seriously, like, I'm not going to reconnect this phone to your network mm. ever again. And yeah. I kind of threatened, okay, look, you either get this sorted out or my next phone call is going to be to Verizon. Yep. It was the big opposition network and probably the, the trouble with... Is that Bar- how you pronounce it? Verizon? Is it? Yeah. Oh, so it was Verizon. No, it's Verizon. Um, the trouble with Verizon is there it's a CDMA network and you can't have data and voice at the same time. Uh. So you can't like be using maps or checking yep. email and while, you're, while you're actually talking. So yep. that kind of got, got you over a barrel in that regard. Um, but it's like seriously guys Phone, if a phone company would actually kind of get their head around service, they could they hmm. could they could clean up both in the US and here, obviously everywhere in the world. Yeah. Anyway, rant over. Thank you. No, Good. no, no, the rant's not over. Paul. Why? You can take the off. Yeah, let them have a rest. They looking good. Why is the rant not over, Johnny? <laughs> because I've got an issue with the IRS. The IRS in America. Why would the IRS be bothered about you? You only own a barbecue and a dog. What's your IRS problem? Uh, <laughs> well, you see, Paulie, again, and I got a letter just today from 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 the, the Department of Treasury. Because you see, I, I've got a as an Apple developer doing iBooks, which are completely different from being a regular Apple iOS developer. And when you want to sell books, well, you have to register for a, an EIN. And, and have you got? Have you done the certificate seventy eight four C? I can see the way you're looking at me. You're going, they want you to pay tax, but are you selling anything in the yeah, office? Yeah, I'm trying to, but like right. I well, can't then believe. Then you're going to have to pay tax. Unless you're going to be one of those kind of Republicans that like to have have roads and power and bridges and everything made (laughs) without paying any freaking tax for it. And guns. I'm not connected to Sheriff Barapiol. Don't don't even start me on that. That could be a very long show. (laughs) I'm sure it would be. The paperwork. Can you believe this stuff? Like, I had to fill out SS4 and then I rang on this. I'm sorry. Your wait time will be wait. I'd rather say your wait time will be five minutes. Your wait time will be two thousand fifteen. No, this is way over fifteen minutes. Way sort of. <laughs> way like, I'm just way over. Like sort of like. Why don't you just fuck me off? Like, your wait time will be 2013. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want to tell you that. Your wait time up. will seriously not be worth waiting for. Anyway, I finally get to this guy. <laughs> Since you were here last time. And I said, um, 
Look, I need an, an employment identification number, EIN. Because, oh, well, look, can you, you just fax your information through to this? Uh, and of course, you know, for security reasons on Radio yeah. Hotline, mm -hmm. it's 555-1234. But uh, it's, not, it's not actually the number, viewers. But uh, I said, look, uh, it actually said online that I could just ring you and give you it over the phone. He goes, oh, yeah, you could do that as well. <laughs> I said, well, I am, I, on the, I am on the phone. This is me on the phone. And he goes, no problem. Scary. It's your number. And I went, do you need, like, some extra verification from me, like the company ID number? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> God bless the IRS. Glad to, glad, glad to see you're paying taxes. <laughs> Unlike a lot of people I know. So the letter to said, you, go, you need to pay your taxes. I haven't sold anything. But can you do a zero return? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Scary. I mean, it, it is. What do, you, what do you find living over there? What, what, come on, mate. What's the stuff? Easy. What, you it? make money, you pay taxes. If I'm, if, yeah. I'm, if, if, I'm, if I'm paying taxes, that's mean I'm making money. Yeah, yeah and, and I'm happy to do that. But what's all this nutcase paperwork? Are they? Is it, is it just have you seen the Mexican scumbags coming through? Money. Have you seen the have you, have you seen the ATO kind of paperwork lately? Or? <laughs> no, it doesn't. They don't, they won't even prepare to pay the pay the post bill to send it out to you. You have to download everything. They don't yeah, send do. yeah. anything. None of these people send anything no, anymore. No. It's all like <laughs> Give you want your it. email address. Nah. And you go, you don't have a printer? Not my problem. Mm. Oh, but I'm a 93 year old. I don't want a PDF. No, just print it. You can fill it. Just you must like somebody with a but printer. But it's not an interactive <laughs> PDF. No, of course not. No. So you've got to fill it out and then fax it to them. I'll take photos of it. Anyway. There you go. Christmas is here. It is. And we're about to have a meal. We are. And we must finish it off with a moment of food. Now, Paul, in the last year, you've travelled extensively around the world. What was your best meal of the year? Come on, there must be something. Uh, 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 something, like, radically interesting or... Or just something or different that caught you. Or something tasty yeah, or, or something. Yeah. What about, and you, JP? And Samir? Mm. Samir. Samir. Samir's probably got... From Hayu. Samir. What is... The meal of the year. What, uh, Samir, what is... Uh, you've come to Australia yeah. recently. You've been hanging around, and unfortunately, in Melbourne. But uh, <laughs> what uh, what have you... Apart from ah. the food in the house here... Sorry. And, and, and food in the house here. What have you... Uh, and I know I've been a gracious cook. But what have you enjoyed food-wise? In Australia, what taste have you enjoyed most? It's Crispy a... pork! Mm. I can't believe... <laughs> He's not allowed to say that. Two minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you ask about... No, no, we're shutting down in two minutes. I'm... Okay. Yeah. To, uh, about the taste of uh, food? Or... Yeah, what, the, what is the yeah, tastiest like. food you've had? It's a very, very nice. Very tasty. Well, what was it? But what was the nicest thing you've had? Um, uh, like uh, yesterday, last night. What? Uh, oh. 
It was a hard cap. <laughs> on toast. Okay, I'll come on, Paul. I'm right, fine. Polly, go. Okay. Come on. The Indian restaurant on Putney High Street that you and I have been to. Oh. The Taj Mahal. There was never a Taj Mahal on Putney High Street when oh, I bloody lived yes, there, I'll yes, tell you. Yeah, yeah. In, in England. In England. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. went there again. Yeah, that's, it's just a little, that, that it's got a tiny little veranda. Tiny little veranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the one. Yep. On yeah. yep. High Street, it's around the corner. Bloody, fan- bloody fantastic. I know. Bloody fantastic. Uh, on Richmond Road, sorry. Richmond Road. Uh, Richmond but it's it's almost like Richmond Road. Lower Richmond Road. I'm not sure. Down the road from... Lower Richmond Road is the one down by the river. Upper Richmond Road is the one on road. the top. Upper if, Richmond Road. If I... Yeah. To, we would go out of your front of your heart, place them down here. <laughs> oh, and then down here. JP, there was more red. And then back here. That was here. inches and, and seconds. And we'd be just back here. So we'd be... Yeah. And, and, yep, and my second best meal of the year? Piper sauce and a plastic cup of VB at the MCG. Oh, I was going to say, it have to be at the grand final, wouldn't it? Yeah, With yeah. Kevy. Yeah. Yep. Heavy Kevy. Big day, big 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 day at the big office. Day, what day. was your what was your best meal of the year? My best meal. Of the year? I honestly can't remember, Johnny. There was nothing that was a really total standout. The one the one you're about the one you're about to have. Yeah, that's that absolutely good right. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. good night, that. Because yeah. I'm starting. Good night, good night, good night, good night, and Merry <laughs> Christmas, viewers. Ho freaking ho! See you next year. Happy holidays to be. Uh, what do you say in Saudi Arabia for Christmas? Happy Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> 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 there you go. Easy. <laughs> Um, I'll start. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll no, just the the awards. Yeah, the awards. Uh, you um, uh, it's fair to say that we forgot to say earlier on, and we had this is a little annex to the show that uh, that Paul um, uh, and and company won the uh, Autosport Innovation Award this year, which is a pretty amazing thing. I mean, like the Delta Wing project is is as utterly amazing, and that's all you can say about it. Uh, in, and also, you, yes, you, you're you, right. You, that's you, all you can say. And you've travelled. Nobody wants to say and, more and, about. And the irony is that you're still travel, travelling economy, but you've done more miles than any other person in the world. I'm not. No, I'm not. I haven't done anywhere near as many miles as, as a lot of the people in the, in the project. That was. It's, it's a very nice thing to. Um, one of one of kind of many awards the cars picked up this year, and it's it's nice to kind of get some recognition for um, um, for the project. So um, yeah, that no, was was a good night. It was a good night. It was um, very well planned to not to plan too much for the Monday morning afterwards. So uh, it was. <laughs> it so was, how many uh, people were there? I mean, I know it's the who's who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can't get you can't go to, you can't go ten feet without running into somebody who you haven't seen in yeah. x x number of years, and then then you're you know you're into a cab with Marino Franchini and Alan McNeish and his missus, and you're off to the you're off to the after party kind of thing, and then, then it's then it's even worse. You can't go three feet without running into somebody. There's just lots more people packed into a smaller space. So. Uh. <laughs> oh, you are so lucky. You don't have to go, Jen. I mean, look, it's fun, but it, it is work, isn't it? Everyone who says, "Hey, look, you know, you're flying around the world doing all this sort of stuff," it, it takes it out of you. And you've spent more time in transport this year than you have anywhere else. And you've got a young child growing up, and, uh, and yeah, no, and, and, and that's yeah, you know, that's always kind of challenging, and that's you know why you kind of spend a lot of time, you know. 
Daddy does bedtime whenever 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 he's home, and it's you know it's kind of part of part of the routine. That's why we try to kind of you know we go off to a, you know he's been to a few races kind of thing. We'll probably go to a few more next year. And some you know he already walks onto the plane like he owns a place. So. <laughs> it's a bit used to it already. Yeah. 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 So you'll be teaching him to play tennis. Yes, and golf. And golf. Definitely Ten- not racket, motorsport. Tennis rackets and golf clubs I'm are, glad we're are in agreement with that. a lot that. cheaper than car racing. Or go-karting. Yeah. Or anything like that. I know it's a bit of a temptation. I'd be very happy for him to play baseball or basketball. I'm not so sure about American football because I don't know enough about it to coach him and you know they all kind of... Bang heads together at like like wild wildebeest, um, which I'm I'm not sure is that real good for the for um, you know the um, long term long term mental function. But um, you know, I, I someone think it might be safer in a go kart than on a football than on a football field. But um, whatever whatever he wants to do, whatever floats his boat, you know, if he wants to if he wants to go and do it, then he can go and do it. Look, I think that's that's wonderful, and I'm sure you're going to be great parents, and I can see already that from all the be, stuff be, that's be, online. But uh, I'll I know be, Paul, I'd be more than happy to be his caddy. Uh, I know Paul that uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you, you would rather mm. prefer to have him slower than you around no, 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 America. No, 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 Always comes back, doesn't it? I was going to say, he never learned. <laughs> if we only had video back in the back in the day, he would have seen. And that's the thing with the, with all the travelling and whatnot you do. What you couldn't do it without all the tech, could you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's half. The, that's that's half the secret. I, you know, in, 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 no joke aside, I think what you and I collectively achieved back there with what we could do ten oh, years it's ago. Staggering, like that, 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 no one could do that. that VR stuff and so forth. Now it's like you can pick up a phone and do a quick time. Yeah, yeah. but back then it was just hugely difficult yeah. stuff. And it was, and on the connections we had, it was almost like, like, do you think we even have an internet connection? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and we go, oh, well, I think there might be one. It was like, it wasn't what you assumed. And then there was, like, Nerdy coming in, going, like, out. Well, in the nicest possible way. Nicest possible way. Ah, yeah, well. Strange but true. That's it. Right. Right. Bye. Bye.